welcome to Growing, a podcast about birth, babies, and beyond. I'm your host, Beth. I'm a midwife, a business owner, and a mum. If you're anything like me, you find yourself wearing many hats, and this can be fun and hard and everything in between. So I'm here to offer support and solidarity for whatever season of growth you find yourself in. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Growing. Today I am chatting to you about stretch and sweeps, but before we do, I would like to thank today's sponsor, LBDO. LBDO is on a mission to break down taboos and stigmas around sex and pleasure, and they do this through the creation of sexual wellness products that are as beautiful as they are effective. Their most popular product, the Essential Vibe, could honestly be mistaken for a design ornament and is not something you will be embarrassed to have hanging around your bedroom. Quite the opposite. This product, along with their lubricant and oil, are the perfect things to get you feeling reconnected with your body during pregnancy or after birth when you feel ready. When it comes to sex and pleasure, mothers are often left out of the conversation completely. So I'm so proud to be partnering with LBDO to change the conversation and help you feel like you again. If you want to learn more and browse the range of stunning products, head to www.lbdo.com. Okay, let's get stuck into this topic because it is one that I am often asked about and there is lots to consider. So terminology around this practice differs, and you may also hear them be called membrane sweeps or a strip and stretch. But a stretch and sweep is a procedure that is sometimes offered at or after 39 weeks of pregnancy. The procedure involves a midwife or doctor inserting one or two fingers inside the cervix via the vagina and using a continuous circular or sweeping motion with the goal of detaching the membranes of the sac that holds your baby from the base of the uterus. This hopefully causes the release of hormones that may then encourage the onset of labor. So the goal of stretch and sweeps is to help labor begin naturally. And I say naturally in quotation marks because many people would argue that a membrane sweep is still an intervention as we are potentially altering your body's natural course of action. However, others would suggest that compared to other induction methods, a stretch and sweep is a less medical approach. They are primarily offered when someone is pregnant beyond their due date or a medical induction is scheduled as a way of hopefully avoiding that process. So like many non-pharmacological interventions, more research is needed to completely understand the potential benefits of this practice. However, a 2020 Cochrane review synthesized the findings of 44 randomized studies and found that women who received one or more membrane sweeps were more likely to go into labor spontaneously and less likely to require induction than those who received none. So I guess in the context of Australia, where one in three women will be induced primarily to the pregnancy being considered post dates. So over that sort of 40 week mark, or usually between 41 and 42 weeks, these findings are not insignificant. So with this in mind, membrane sweeps don't work for everyone. And if they are going to be successful, you will usually labor within 48 hours. So clinical practice differs between care providers and they can usually be repeated two or three times over a number of days. But what you experience will be individualized based on your circumstances and your care provider's practice. 
As part of today's chat, I want to look at some of the potential benefits, but also some of the things to consider if or when a sweep is offered to you. As I mentioned, research does suggest that membrane sweeping reduces the need for formal induction of labor. And therefore, for many people, a membrane sweep will sound appealing, especially if you are at or beyond 40 weeks gestation and the conversation around medical induction has begun. Some research also suggests that women who elect a stretch and sweep feel quite positively about that decision and that while the procedure itself is uncomfortable, the potential benefit of going into labor outweighs that discomfort. Many women also report that in the later weeks of pregnancy, doing something tangible to encourage labor helps mentally as the waiting game can be tough. And if you have experienced those later weeks of pregnancy and the waiting game of Yeah, just waiting for labor to begin when you're feeling particularly uncomfortable, you will know exactly what I mean. It is really important that if you are given the option of a membrane sweep, you are provided with information about the potential limitations as well before giving your consent. So while short-lived, a membrane sweep can be incredibly uncomfortable. Often the cervix is located towards the back of the vagina and is tilted posteriorly or sort of towards your tailbone. And the process of finding it and inserting a finger inside can be painful and can cause cramping sensations during and after the procedure. It's normal to see a mucousy blood-stained discharge afterwards. However, stretch and sweeps can also cause fresh red bleeding due to the vascular nature of the cervix. And if this happens, your care provider may want to admit you for monitoring and they may even offer you an induction of labor that day if the bleeding appears to be fresh and red and continuous. So it's important to know about that risk before commencing. Similarly, inserting a finger inside the cervix may inadvertently cause the sac around baby to break. And while this is an uncommon complication, it is good to know that if it does happen, induction of labor may also be recommended, especially if labor doesn't commence naturally soon after. And look, whenever we do an internal examination, the risk of infection also needs to be considered. With these things in mind, I think it's also important to consider what the impact of a membrane sweep may be on your headspace and pause to think about the why. Why are we doing this and what are we hoping it will lead to? Each care provider's practice relating to stretch and sweeps will differ slightly, like I said, and it's good to remember that even if a care provider offers them routinely at certain points in the pregnancy, it's completely up to you to decide if you would like to move forward with it. Most providers in my experience, however, won't offer a stretch and sweep prior to 39 weeks. Many will hold off until 40 weeks or even later. When we think about why stretch and sweeps are offered to begin with, which is to encourage labor to start and to hopefully avoid a formal induction, I think it is also good to acknowledge that the average length of a pregnancy is 40 weeks and five days. So, I guess I say this because if you are being offered a sweep at 38 weeks or even 39 weeks and you are experiencing a low risk, uncomplicated pregnancy, I think it's important to just pause and say, why do I want to do this? What is the rush? Why do we feel motivated in this moment to encourage labor to commence now when we know it's really normal for a body to do it naturally around 40 plus five? Now, I want to say that If it is your choice, if, for example, you are feeling completely ready or like your mental health would benefit from labor beginning, or perhaps you have developed a complication and it means that an induction of labor is on the cards quite soon, well prior to 40 weeks, 
and you want a sweep in order to give your body a chance to get going, that is completely fine and that is different. What I'm suggesting is that offering them routinely before the due date has even come around is not always necessary and we may be simply trying to rush a process that will unfold without intervention soon anyway. So what many providers will actually do is offer them after 40 weeks when a formal induction for post-term is on the cards and perhaps the conversation around booking one in is taking place and the midwife or doctor might say, look, did you want to try a few stretch and sweeps in the lead up to your induction date to help reduce the chance of us getting there? And for many women, this feels like a really productive plan because they want to try everything in their power to avoid induction of labor and get things moving. For others, the thought of a sweep is too invasive and they might not be planning to accept the offer of induction of labor anyway, and therefore a completely hands-off approach might suit them better. But this is just an example of how most care providers utilize sweeps so that the timing doesn't feel rushed, but rather, you know, is a more practical approach. It's also important to talk about the potential implications of a sweep. And I don't just mean bleeding, infection, or or the cramping that we chatted about, but actually on the mother's headspace. So if you are 39 weeks, for example, and you are a first-time mom who is offered a sweep and you think, yep, why not? Let's just do it. Let's get things moving. And then the midwife or doctor performs it and is doing the sweep and they look at you and go, hmm you know what, your cervix is really far to the back and I can just touch it, but it's actually rock hard and I couldn't even get my finger inside to do the sweep. Hearing that as a mom preparing for birth, there is the potential that that's going to make you feel really flat and quite disheartened. And what this might do is make you lose faith in your body's capabilities to birth your baby before you have even started. And that for me is where we really need to be careful. It is actually normal for your cervix to be closed and to feel firm at that stage of pregnancy. It is normal for a cervix to require contractions and cramping in order to begin softening and shortening and dilating. And this is a process we actually talk about in my birth preparation course, Power Birth, in relation to early labor. So if you've done that course, this will sound familiar to you. But it's, it's not abnormal for your cervix to be closed, to feel firm and to, and to be more tilted towards the back. Equally, you may be told that your cervix is really open and soft and ready to go. And the midwife or doctor might say to you, oh, labor's just around the corner. You know, you, we don't even need to pre- rebook you. You definitely won't be hitting that induction date. You could have this baby at any moment. And then you might go home and days may pass. And when it doesn't, when labor doesn't begin, you might start to experience feelings of impatience and that can be really hard too. So none of this means that you shouldn't go for the sweep if it's offered. It is not at all to say that there is nothing to be gained from them because we know that the research shows that sweeps may reduce the need for formal induction and that's not insignificant. What I do want you to do is consider the timing of the sweep. Ask yourself, is this necessary at this stage? You know, I'm a first time mom. I'm 38 weeks pregnant. I haven't had any complications. Should we be moving forward or am I potentially rushing this process? And I guess also know that if you do elect to move forward with a sweep, that the findings of that procedure in relation to your cervix might have no bearing on the events of your labor or when labor will start. 
I've seen people go from having a closed cervix to dilating rapidly. And on the flip side, you have people sitting with an open cervix for weeks who don't go into labor until much closer to the 40, 41 week mark. Our bodies are so unique, so please don't let a sweep take your confidence when it comes to your ability to birth. I hope this episode has helped you unpack some of the considerations around stretch and sweeps. And just remember, as always, there is no right or wrong. It's just about what feels good for you and what you feel the most comfortable with. I'm going to leave it there, but I want to say a huge thank you to LDBO for making this episode of Growing Possible. Make sure you head to their website, www.lbdo.com. You will not regret it. And I will see you back here for the next episode of Growing. If you're hearing this message, then you've listened all the way to the end and maybe you're keen for more. If that's the case, jump over to my website to learn about how I can support you in pregnancy. It's www.birthwithbeth.com.au or check out my Instagram for heaps more educational content. Thank you for being here and I'll see you back here very soon. Mm -hmm.